Hey everybody, this is Dr. G with the Ripple Effect Life and windmillwellnesscenter.com. And today it's the last week of 2021. And I want to share some, um, some advanced thinking with you that will help make 2022 the best year you've ever had. Last episode, we talked about um, some questions to ask to kind of close out this year and begin next year which are very, very valuable. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would definitely recommend doing that. Um, but I want to talk about a couple of strategies that will um, help you. The first one, the, 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 the whole idea behind this, to me anyway, I, I call it time mastery because the way we use our time is so important. And it doesn't matter what it is that we're doing. If it's things related to our fun time that we enjoy or being super productive time for work or making money or whatever it might be, the better we are with time mastery, the more efficient we can be. So the more productive we can be or the more fun we can have, the bigger the impact that we can have. So that's, that's, that's the key behind this whole idea of time mastery. So I want to just share a couple of things with you that will um, take the way you do things and very possibly make them even more productive for you, which is wonderful. So I've never been a fan of the idea of just work harder, nose to the grindstone, um, work harder, not smarter just put more effort in. I've always focused on and worked on efficiency. I always felt that if I can do something more effectively and efficiently, ultimately that's going to give us a better result. And it doesn't matter what it is. Um, in, in, on the health side, I'm always looking for health hacks or bio hacks where how can I be more effective and efficient with what I'm doing? If something can be done in a shorter period of time and be equally or more effective, I am all for it. That's why we love going once a week for less than an hour to BioFit in St. Louis. So it's BioFitSTL.com. It's an amazing program. They have incredible machines. They are highly efficient. They allow you to compare every single workout so you can see that you're getting stronger. Um, and the idea in these workouts is the faster you get to muscle failure, the more effective it is. So you could actually, if you're the only one in there doing your workout, you can get done with the workout in literally 15 minutes or less. And you are spent. And it's incredibly effective. And that's all you need on a weekly basis to keep yourself healthy. Now, I do other things as well. When I was doing 75 hard, I would walk twice a day for 45 minutes each time, pretty much every day. That was my, my routine. And that was awesome. Love it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Loved the time it gave me, the alone time, um, which was typically my early morning walk, but then also typically after work or afternoon, um, that walk would be with, um, with Sue my wife or one or more of our kids. 
But now that I'm done with 75 hard, I'm focusing more not on the time of the workout, but the efficiency. So many times, even though I still enjoy walking, I'll do a three-minute plank every day. And that gives me as much efficiency and effectiveness and muscle building and strength building and fat burning as my 45-minute walk. And it's even more of a full body workout than the walk. So again, I'm talking from an efficiency uh, perspective. On the chiropractic side, I've always looked for techniques that help get people better faster, deeper, and in less time. Not just less time per visit, but less time um, in how many weeks it takes for them to get the results that they're looking for. And that's also why I'm a huge proponent of what I call wellness care, which is something ongoing once a week, once a month, every other week, doesn't matter what it is, but it's something continual that somebody does because let's just take once a month. If someone comes in once a month, gets their zones cleared, gets their brain centers balanced, keeps themselves healthy that way, the amount of time and effort and money it takes to do that once a month for a year is going to dramatically improve this person's health, their quality of life, their energy, their immune system, and dramatically, and I've seen this year over year over year, decrease their time spent to get healthy once their body breaks down or decrease dramatically the expense of getting them their body healthy, lost time at work, lost productivity, canceled trips, because of something going on with the person's body and their health when they don't proactively take care of things. So that's a super efficient way of saving time, saving money, and keeping your health at a super high level and high quality, which I think is awesome. So when it comes to time mastery, I'm a fan of breaking time down into three categories. The first category that I'm going to talk about and that I believe you should schedule first. Oh, wait a minute. I said schedule first. That means you must have a schedule. So there has to be a calendar somewhere and it's never been easier. Um, Decades ago when we didn't have computers, I used a Franklin planner and I would plan out my days and my weeks and my months and my year. But now with technology, oh my gosh, I love Google calendar because it's easy. It's everywhere. I can share it with my wife. We have our whole family's calendar on a shared calendar so we can see it and I can color code it. And I color code essentially in three things. Number one is, and what I believe you should schedule first is your fun time. So that's time doing anything that you consider fun. And and I totally understand I also believe and feel that what I do every day work-wise is a blast. I love it, but that's a separate category. I'm talking date nights with Sue, dates with my kids, time with the family, trips, anything that is considered. It might be just alone time reading or meditating or prayer or church. All those things get scheduled first. Then the second category of things to be scheduled is your productive time. And yes, that can be work. But for a lot of people, 
every hour that they're considered working isn't necessarily as productive as every other hour. So you may have to even break down your time in your day and in your week to highly productive time and less productive time. So depending on the kind of job you have, the kind of control you have over your schedule, if you have someone to delegate certain tasks to or not, I would highly recommend having productive time within your work time and, and less productive time within your work time. And I don't mean that you're purposely being less productive. I mean, the tasks are less productive. So it would be something that you would certainly delegate if you have a person and the ability to delegate. But if you don't, and you need to wear all the hats, which is fine, by blocking it out productive time and get all that high level stuff done all during the same time block, especially if it's the same time every day, let's say the first three hours of your day, super crazy productive, and then an hour or two or three of doing other things like processing what you just did that was productive. Maybe it's literally paperwork. Maybe it's, 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 it's clicking, you know, moving the mouse and clicking to enter in whatever you just did, but it has to get done. You will be more productive by blocking out productive time. If you do a productive thing for 15 minutes or 30 minutes and then process it for 15 or 30 minutes, it's going to take you so much longer because your ability to get productive again is very difficult. Where if you can just get and stay in the zone of productivity, you could be so much more productive in the same or less time by just doing productive activity after productive activity after productive activity, then stop then do your other activity that isn't necessarily as productive, but you have to process that productive activity, however that looks for your particular business. So productive time is huge. Perfect example of productive time. And I've talked about it before. I call it the day before vacation schedule. So the day before vacation schedule is, hey, you're going on vacation tomorrow. The night before your last work day, you make out a list, you prep it, you even preload it by saying, hey, what could I get done tonight to take off my plate for tomorrow? And you get more done in that day before vacation because you've pre-planned it, you've preloaded it, you've, everyone that is involved knows, hey, no distractions today nothing that's not important today. I'm coming in. I'm doing the most important things. I've got all these things I want to get done because when I go away on vacation, I don't want to have to be thinking about this stuff. So you've got a great reason to do it. And you are so highly productive that day. Every single thing gets done. You even do additional things. And usually you get that done in less time. So think about that. That can be every single quote unquote, workday of your life. If you just pre-plan, preload, let everyone know who's on your team, how you want to accomplish things and be super crazy productive and efficient. Takes all the fluff out of your day. Takes all the fluff out of your day. You're not checking email 17 times. You haven't even opened social media because it's all about the productivity. Be productive, be productive, be productive. So first on your schedule is your fun time, the things that you enjoy, the things that feed you personally, feed you with your family, with your relationships. 
Second is your productive time, which definitely does include work, but it could also include other things that you need to or want to be productive about. And then the third thing is neutral time. Now, neutral time are all the things that you don't necessarily enjoy doing, but need to get done. So in an ideal situation, let's say when the time is right in your life where you have more abundance, you can delegate a lot of those neutral time activities. Maybe it's mowing the lawn. Maybe it's painting a room in your house. Could even be cleaning your house. Nowadays, with, with what we're so used to with Instacart and things like that, people are delegating grocery shopping. And they've realized, man, I really like the idea of not spending an hour in the grocery store. Now, for some people, they absolutely and thoroughly enjoy shopping. They thoroughly enjoy picking out the produce themselves. For those people, don't delegate it. But if it's not that critical to you and you'd rather have someone else do it for you, that's awesome. Because then that hour, let's say it's at one hour once a week, could be more. If you're then turning around and utilizing that hour for an additional hour of fun time or an additional hour of productivity, you've just increased your quality of life. You add that to mowing the lawn, which is an hour and a half or two hours every single week, to this other task, something else, something else. You've just gained yourself anywhere between two and five hours a week minimum. Just think about that. Think about what you can do with the equivalent of 20 hours a month. Just giving back to you as a gift. You can split that up amongst productive time and amongst fun time. And again, what does that mean? It means your quality of life goes through the roof. How awesome is that? People frequently say they don't have time for things. But if we really looked at how much time we spend doing things that aren't fun and aren't productive, so maybe it's checking your emails way more often than you need to. Maybe it's scrolling through social media. We've all done that. And we've been like, oh my God, where'd the last 20 minutes go? Or where'd the last two hours go? Or we watch endless episodes of different series on all the streaming media that we have. Now, it doesn't mean that we can't sit down and enjoy something on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or any of those things. When it's planned and you're doing it because you know it is an enjoyable, relaxing thing for you, that's awesome. If we do it because we don't know what else to do, because we're procrastinating, because we're living in fear, um, that's a big one. We're wasting time. We're wasting time. Because we're like, well, I should be doing this, but I'm going to watch this instead. You're wasting time. When it's planned, when it's part of the program, when it's part of your fun time, absolutely do it. When it's your default mode because you're hiding, because you're procrastinating, because you are using it as an excuse 
man, I had a really hard day. So I'm going to binge watch eight, eight episodes of this particular show when I know I should be doing X, Y, and Z. And I'll just do those tomorrow. That's not only not a good use of your time, but you are purposefully, because that's a choice. So you're purposefully self-sabotaging today and tomorrow. You're purposefully choosing to not do what you told yourself you were going to do. That's a break in integrity. So now your value, your self-worth just went down. That's not appreciating, that's depreciating. And that's if you're the only person in your life. What if you have a spouse that you promised something to? What if you had kids that you said, hey, this this is going to happen. Mom or dad are going to take care of this. And then we don't. We procrastinate. We put off. These are excuses. So if we can choose to really embrace this idea of time mastery with fun time, real productive time, and neutral time, You will not only enjoy life more, get more done. By default, you're going to save time. You're going to save money. You're going to increase your enjoyment level. And as I've said already twice, maybe three times, that's a huge increase in your quality of life. So another strategy to use is every single day have in your calendar at least three things that you're going to focus on today in your productive time to make it even more productive. Have your day not be about the number of hours you have to spend doing something. Have it be the number of tasks that you will complete because these are highly productive tasks and projects and and actual items that are very tangible. You happen to get those very productive things done in the first three hours of your day, great. The rest of your day could be however it needs to be for you based on the kind of job you have. For some people, it may mean, oh, I'm done for the day because that was really productive. Great, you're done for the day. For some of you, you might still have five hours to fill. Well, maybe that means be even more productive. Think of how valuable that will make you if you're an employee, if you function like that. If you function on what tasks you will get done today, the number of tasks versus, oh, the number of hours I have to accomplish things today. And we tend to drag things out and things take forever. And guess what? When that happens, we're not as productive. So the quality of what we're producing, it's not what it really needs to be. We're certainly not going to be standing out as a go-to person for the, the, the job that we have if we're an employee. If you're an employer and you're not productive, guess what? You're the leader of this thing. Your non-productivity, your procrastination, your wasting of time, your low quality, that's the standard you're setting for the people that are working with you, that are supposed to be joining with you to 
move forward. To move forward to, to help you fulfill the mission and the vision of your business. So productivity time, huge, 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 huge. And be real specific about the things you're going to accomplish on any given day. And in the same way, on other days or other times, you're going to have other things to accomplish, like the fun stuff. And you need to do those things without distraction. In the same way that when you're not distracted, you're highly productive. Well, just think about how much fun you actually can have and how much attention you can actually give to your spouse or kids or best friend when you are laser focused on your fun time as well and not thinking about all the things you could have done or should have done today, but you just kind of procrastinated and, and, and just kind of skipped through your day instead of doing the things that you know you needed to do or wanted to do. So I would highly recommend getting calendared. Pick a calendar that you like in Houston. Do fun time, productive time, and neutral time. Be laser focused. Know ahead of time because it's in your calendar what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. So I would love to hear some uh, comments once you implement these things. Once you implement these things, I would love to hear some comments about what you um, have experienced by using a calendar, using this time mastery model, and using some of the strategies that I talked about. So you could always reach me by email at drgdrg at windmillwellnesscenter.com. We'd love to chat with you and would love to hear what you have to say. Future episodes, we're going to also delve even deeper into the time model and into some strategies, how to make your day an ideal, super productive, high quality day every day. But for now, start with, with what we just talked about. Start with the time mastery level that we did. We're right at the beginning of a new year, so you really get to jump in on it and uh, just really enjoy the effect and the impact of what you're about to do. Take care. God bless. Be kind to yourself. And if we all do that together, we absolutely will change the world.